welcome to episode 50 of the Holly Springs Deep Dive Podcast. It's been a minute since the last episode, and I had planned on starting back up in the new year, but I was able to score such a fantastic interview that I had to put out this special episode. And since it's my 50th episode, it had to be big. I got to talk to Santa. We talked logistics about the elves, Mrs. Claus, how to stay on the nice list, how COVID is impacting him, if he wears a mask, lots of things. I was very nervous talking to him. It was like my childhood all over again. So lower your expectations. If you're enjoying this podcast, consider becoming a supporter by clicking the Patreon link on my website at hollyspringsdeepdive.com. Episodes are free to listen to, but not free to make. Ready to hear from Santa? Let's dive in. I feel like the luckiest person in the world right now. I was able to call in favor upon favor upon favor, and I am here in Holly Springs right now, and I am talking to the Santa Claus. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day in your busiest season of the year. I'm going to try to make this as quick as possible so you can get back to it up there at the North Pole. Welcome, Santa. Thank you, Karen. Thank you so much for letting me come on and speak to all the children in Holly Springs. <laughs> Anytime a child wants to be part of this, it's all the better for me. Not to mention, it gives me a little cookie break. Oh, Got a got a safe room for all those cookies. Uh, in Always a, in a room days, for right? cookies, Karen. Always room for cookies and milk. I, I feel that too. I really do. <laughs> and the fact that I've uh, been living in stretch pants uh, is part of the reason for my uh, cookie love. I have to say, I invented but- stretch pants just so you know. Uh, <laughs> I've been wearing them for hundreds of years, and I will tell you. They are amazing. That belt is just for show. <laughs> that is good to know. That's like um, Santa trivia that I have never heard in my life. So thank you for that scoop, Santa. You okay. are very welcome. So let's start with the basics, uh, the kinds of things that kids want to know. Um, everybody knows you live in the North Pole. Where is that and what is it like there? Well, the North Pole is at the very top of the world. It is covered in ice and snow year-round. Some of the animals that live there are reindeer, polar bears, arctic fox, walrus, and moose. They are very hearty animals, and they really like the cold weather. Hmm. I like cold weather, too, um, and my favorite animal is a polar bear, so I'm into this. Um, how... How do you get the toys that you can't make? Because I know there are a lot of electronic toys and things like that, that there's no way your elves are making. So how does that work? Well, some of the name brand items we can't make here. Uh, So we actually go through suppliers and distributors, and we actually have partnership agreements with some of the biggest companies in the world, like Sony, Microsoft, and a bunch of other ones. Apple still won't sign an exclusive deal with me, so we're working on that. But normally I can get them at a very good discount, and the elves will make everything else. They're really, really good, and they've really upped their skills over the last couple hundred years. Okay. Okay. So we're going to talk about logistics next. Uh, This was a major concern of mine when I was little. How do you go down a chimney 
and not get burned. <laughs> Karen, that is the number one question every year, and I love answering it. That is where my magic comes in. Nothing in my operation would work without Christmas magic. I stand at the top of the chimney and sprinkle some magic dust, and then poof, I'm inside the house safe and sound. But for those that don't have a chimney, there's all sorts of doors and there's ways I can get in, but it's only because parents allow me to. Without that, I am unable to enter. So as long as the Christmas spirit is there with the family, I'm able to enter and drop off the gifts. Yeah, that when I was growing up, we always lived in an apartment and we never had a chimney. So that was always my biggest worry was that I was not going to um, be able to get any toys from you. Do you remember that? I remember the first chimney. And let me tell you, I was not ready for the fire. But uh, after uh, that first round, ma- I really upped the magic. And from then on, flame retardant pants and magic, just in case. Okay, you must have a lot of that magic dust. Lots of it. Thanks to Christmas spirit, it brings me as much dust as I need. Okay. So how do you find everyone's house? Well, I actually have what's called Santa's GPS. Uh, I kind of passed that along over the years, and that's why you have Google and other things like that. But also, I actually have something, uh, let's call it a partnership with NORAD. Uh, NORAD uses the Santa tracker. I basically put a beacon on my sleigh so that the tracker can see me all night long all around the world. So make sure you check on your internet and look at the NORAD Santa tracker so you can quickly find me wherever I am. It's not a secret, but I will say you have to be asleep for me to come. So even if I am traveling the world, make sure that by the time I'm there, you're fast asleep so I can leave your presence. All right. That's good to know. How do you fit all of those toys into your bag? I'm guessing you're going to say that Christmas magic. It is a little bit more of that Christmas magic. Yes. What I do is I shrink them down into something the size of a thimble and put them in the bag. And then I reach in, it comes to full size and I put it underneath the tree. It really is a very wonderful use of magic. Back in the day, surprisingly enough, we actually had to get a bigger sleigh because I hadn't invented the bag of holding yet with all the magic in it. But now that I do, it's much easier because the populations are much bigger. And I think the lists are probably a lot longer now than they used to be, too. They are a little bit longer, but you know, that's okay. With everything that's going on in the world, a little Christmas cheer and some things that really that kids on the nice list should get are more than welcome to be put from Santa under the tree. Okay, I have a lot of questions about that nice and naughty list, but let's I want to wait and talk about those a little bit later. All so right. you talked about you talked about cookies. Um mm-hmm. is that your very favorite snack? I I tell you what, cookies of every kind are delicious. What I love doing is actually putting Thin Mint cookies from in the snow and taking them out a year later. And I'm telling you, scooping them with ice cream, mm, but I only do that once in a great while because there's not that much magic in the world to let my sleigh float if I get too heavy. (laughs) So I feel that. <laughs> yes, many milk, many glasses of milk and many glasses of cookie that night. Amazingly enough, 
Flying with magic burns a lot of calories, so Santa needs the cookies and milk to get around. And if possible, my reindeer absolutely love carrots. Not too many, because they're magic reindeer. But if there happens to be one or two carrots on the plate, they will be more than happy to take them. Okay. Okay. So what what is your favorite cookie? I mean, I know that you said you like all of them, but if you had to call a favorite, what do you think it would be? Well, Thin Mints, I actually took off the list because those are my all-time favorites, and I can only get them once a year, even in the North Pole. I mean, I have a deal with the Girl Scouts, but I can still only get them every now and then. So Chewy Chocolate Chips Ahoy cookies are by far my second favorite. Mm, They almost melt in your mouth, and then with the... With the milk, yummy. Absolutely delicious. I could eat them by the bag. Please don't tell Miss Claus. Okay. Does she does she try to keep your um, weight in check the rest of the year because she knows what's going to happen on Christmas Eve? There is a bit of a weight check, but also she also knows that she makes homemade cookies that I absolutely adore. And I would never want Mrs. Claus to feel anything but admiration for me. Okay. That's very sweet. Um, do kids all over the world leave you cookies or is that just America? Well, it's mainly North America, but I find all sorts of treats left out for me. Uh, and in some countries they don't leave it for me. The parents leave it for their children for the next morning, which is, I think, amazing because it really is about that time of year. But every now and then I might even sneak one of those. I mean... (laughs) I make the naughty and nice list. So if one happens to slip by the radar, it happens. Okay. So let's talk about this naughty and nice list. Oh, no. Here we go. How do you figure it out? How do you, let's talk about how do you figure it out? How do you keep track of everybody? That's got to be the hugest job in the world. I have many elves and I actually have incorporated most of them, uh, which allows me to also pay health care for elves because elf. You know, I mean, healthcare is for everybody. And for the elves specifically, they work long hours and there are reports. Now, there is something that came around, which was a marvelous gift to us called Elf on the Shelf. Uh, and there are also some, now some polar bears and some Arctic foxes that uh, sit on shelves and watch for me to make sure all the children are doing what they're supposed to. And I think what happens most times is that children get caught up in what is. And it's very difficult growing up. But what I want to tell all the children is be the best child you can be. Pay attention to your mother and father. They're only trying to do the best for you. They're only trying to love you and make sure that you don't make the same mistakes they do. They are just trying to teach from experience. So if you are trying to be the best child you can and you're doing things for others, you will easily make that nice list. The naughty list is very difficult to get on, but it is possible. And we do have a lot of coal to give out, but I would be more than happy to trade that back in or just let it sit there for years to come. But I will say this, Karen, I have never gone through a full pile of coal ever. I still have the same one sitting back there from 529 AD. That's pretty impressive. You must have had a pretty short, naughty list. It's always a short, naughty list because what we find is that children, when given the opportunity, normally choose the right thing. 
So it's very difficult to get on that naughty list. You would have to do something very bad, extremely bad to be on the naughty list overall, or you just consistently will not pay attention to your parents or try to help others. So we have a very special um, mailbox in Holly Springs. You do. Um, On Main Street, actually. That's right. Um, I know you get a lot of letters through the regular post office, but Mm -hmm. a lot of kids put their letters in that mailbox. Um, How do you... How do you deal with all of those letters? I mean, you you can't possibly write everybody back, but I know that you write most people back. How do you do all of that? And is your hand cramped all the time? In order to make sure I respond to each letter, I do get some help. In every town all over the world, I have people who help me. Honorary elves, I like to call them. You know, there's a really great group of my honorary elves in Holly Springs. And most of them are in the Holly Springs Run Club. They send me all the letters and write some of the responses for me since I am so busy wrangling the elves back home to build those toys. I do sign the letters because that's really important to me and I do love every minute of time spent doing it. There are a couple of guys in that group who help me a lot. Mark Campbell and Ryan Monteleone. If you see them, please tell them I said hello and give them your thanks. (laughs) The world moves much slower with magic, so I can get a lot more done in a very little bit of time. That's how I cross the whole world in just one night. But without those letters and without children believing in what the giving nature of Christmas is about, that magic disappears. So thank you all for believing. Well, I never realized how important all of that was. And side note, I didn't know you had Wi-Fi up at the North Pole. Oh, yes. I mean, like I said, I have partnerships beyond partnerships. Uh, Bill Gates has been on the nice list for many years and has owed me quite a few uh, favors, we'll call them. So I have, I make sure that I have every vendor up here. I'm currently a I think I actually was on the original Verizon list, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But I want to switch to Ting if I possibly can. But I don't think they run fiber up this far. True. True. But you never know. They're expanding. They really are. We'll see. Well done, Ting. (laughs) Okay. Um, Gosh, what else? This is just so enlightening, Santa. Did um, Did you get any good letters from Holly Springs. What what kind of toys are people looking for this year? Oh my gosh. There is a plethora of just things being asked for. Lots of toys, lots of technology. So the PS5s and Xbox Series X are huge this year. Unfortunately, I was barely able to find any at all. So I do apologize in advance for that. But also Legos, Toys of the Mandalorian, especially Baby Yoda. Karen, have you seen Baby Yoda? How cute is that little guy? And so I'm telling cute. you, the series finale, oh my gosh. Woo. That's a whole nother story for Santa. But lots of board games, books, scooters, dolls, bikes, walkie-talkies, all those sort of things, most of which my elves can help with. Uh, Even my partnerships with Microsoft and Sony, I can try to get some of those PS5s and Xbox Series Xs, but it's tough. But I am a toy maker, and one thing I love is trying to get children what they want. One little girl, I think her name was 
Ellie, if I'm not mistaken, living in the town of Holly Springs. She asked for the strangest little tie-dye stuffed dragon and a very fancy watch. We'll have to see if I can pull those off. We actually have watchmakers here, which is amazingly enough. Uh, a lot of other people, or children especially, were asking for puppies, which unfortunately we do not make. Uh, you're going to have to ask mommy and daddy about that, as well as the other one that people are asking most about, baby brothers and sisters. Uh, unfortunately, I have nothing to do with that, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. So children, go ask your mom and dad about that. That is unfortunately not the type of magic that I bring. So uh, a lot of other children are actually asking me to get rid of COVID-19. Oh, I uh, bet. And children as much. Oh, it is. But my my magic, unfortunately, does not work that okay. way. But I know the world's best scientists are working on a cure, so we must be patient, wash our hands, keep wearing our masks, and do everything possible to not spread it until we have that. Um, and I think that's amazing. The fact that children are asking for that means that it is on their minds, but it is to the point where they really want something to be done. They want things to go back to what, a, what could be considered normal. They want to go play with their friends again. When who blames them? But I have to say this. The final thing that I see children want is other children and parents to be happy. Many have written uh, for one present they want and then ask other presents to be given to children in need. That tells me that while some adults feel as though the world is falling apart around them, the selflessness of children and the spirit of Christmas is stronger than ever. That is enough to power my magic for the next decade, and I hope it warms your heart the way it does mine. That is really sweet. What do you do when you can't get a child everything they ask for on their list? What do you do? Well, what I want all children to know is that we do our very best. I work with your mommies and daddies to, and your grandparents, your aunts, your uncles, your guardians to try to get you everything you can, especially if you were on that nice list because because you deserve it. And this was a very difficult year for everybody. But sometimes I bring things you didn't even know you wanted. Other times we just don't have it in stock and I can't do anything about it. So know this, kids. Santa and your parents and your guardians and those who love you try to give you everything you want, but we make sure you have everything you need, especially during the holidays. Okay, so clearly Christmas Eve is your busiest night of the year, but you must have to start getting ready for the next Christmas the very next day. On Christmas Day, you must be getting ready for the next Christmas. Do you have a break ever? Well... The missus and I like to take a couple weeks break, and the elves specifically work so hard during the week that we have to give it to them. And let me tell you, those elves like to party. So we give them about a month off, you know, uh, through the through basically all of January and start fresh February because it's a, it's a short month anyway. But we go out, we try to hit up all the exotic places like uh, Florida and Cancun, and all the nice places to try to get this nice fit body. I like to call it a Santa dad bod. Uh, a nice little tan, because the missus really enjoys that. And plus, let's not say that Mrs. Claus doesn't do anything. It, I will tell you this about Mrs. Claus. She is absolutely wonderful. She 
writes the ship at all points in time. Without her, I could not do it. And she makes the place look so nice and smelling wonderful. And those cookies, like I said before, are fantastic. Not to I was men- going to say the I cookies. Mean, uh, exactly. Not to mention she is a looker. Whoa. <laughs> I don't need to hear that. She has not aged a day in hundreds of years. <laughs> okay, Santa, if it's okay with you, I want to talk about the letters again. I absolutely adore reading all the letters. I know that some of the kids or some of the parents are like, oh, you need to get that letter out. And it's true. I love them. Thank you so much for the parents who ask their children to make them because it can be difficult, especially if you're just learning to read and write. But that's okay. I can read it all. A couple of what we had, I wanted to reach out, Karen, and just tell about a couple just because they were so nice. They they kind of hit my heart so well. A uh, letter was from a boy named Jack who's 10. He sent one asking for toys for kids who didn't have money. Uh, a girl named Brianna asked for a cure for COVID. And then one really special letter came in from a boy named Elijah in your town of Holly Springs. I'd like to read it if I could, Karen. Sure. I would love to know what Elijah wanted. Hi, Santa. You do not need to get me anything because toys do not matter. The only thing that matters is family and friends. The Lord has blessed me with more than I need. The only thing I need and want is a roof over my head and food that I can eat. And Lord has blessed me with that and much more. So Santa, I don't need anything on that list. Stay safe. How absolutely wonderful. Elijah, that might be my favorite letter in all of Christmas this year. Oh, that's so sweet. It sounds like kids are kind of like a lot of adults I know, kind of reevaluating what's important during this COVID shutdown and everybody's stuck at home. Uh, You're really thinking about what's actually important to you and in your life. I agree from the amount of children asking about the to get rid of COVID and children, please don't worry. The best scientists in the world are working on that. Just make sure you're washing your hands, you're wearing your masks, uh, and you're trying to do the best you can to not spread that disease. And remember, just keep asking your parents what to do. You'll be just fine. But the amount of children that also want things for other children is the true Christmas spirit. All right, so the takeaways. Let's let's go over the takeaways. All right. The takeaways are be good, help your caregivers, be nice to your brothers and sisters, do your homework, leave leave your favorite cookie out if you can mm-hmm. or any cookie really because I don't think I've ever met a cookie I didn't like. No, I agree. Um, what else? Leave leave carrots or some kind of fruit or vegetable little snack for the reindeer if you can and be asleep on Christmas Eve. Mhm. Karen, I think you hit it on the head. You are ready for Christmas. It's a good thing that you were on the nice list before this podcast. Oh. I try very hard. I try very hard. Oh, and any child whose house or apartment does not have a chimney, you are going to be okay because that's not required. I will be okay. That's right. As long as the Christmas spirit is there and your parents have let me know, we'll be 100% okay. (laughs) I appreciate that one too. (laughs) Okay. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about or did we pretty much cover everything? 
I think we covered about everything. But if there's any other questions you have for me, Karen, you have me here for another couple minutes before I head back into the shop and start working on even more lists. Because, you know, we actually start packing the sleigh now. Everything is ready and complete for our trip in just a couple of days. Gosh, I think about when I pack to go on vacation, it's it's very traumatic. So I would imagine packing to go all around the entire world and visiting every kid in the world is tough. I hope you wear a mask. Do you wear a mask? I have to wear a mask. Okay. All those houses, yes. Even though I have magic, it doesn't mean that even though I can't get sick, I still want to make sure that the parents know that I'm wearing one and that all the reindeer have one because why not? I'm magic. Well, I have heard of zoo animals getting COVID, so we got to keep uh, we got to keep your reindeer healthy, that's for sure. I agree. Every little bit helps. Even with magic, you never know. That's true. All right, Santa, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to talk to me. Um, I know that it's crunch time and I really appreciate you taking the time. You are very welcome, Karen Shore from Holly Springs, North Carolina. Thank you so much for having me. And children, remember, be good, be great, and be better, and share that love. <laughs> and Merry Christmas! We'll meet again in the new year. I have a lot of big plans. Send your episode suggestions to me at hollyspringspodcast at gmail.com, and I'll see what I can do. This episode was written, recorded, and produced by me, Karen Shore, with music by Doug Maxwell and Meteorite Productions. Special technical help was provided by the Holly Springs Run Club. Be well, friends. Until next time. (music) 